Welcome, welcome to another episode of So You Think You're Fanion. Uh, now, I'd like to say a few words before we all become too befuddled by our excellent fanfiction selection today. Mm -hmm. First, I'm pleased to welcome Professor Rock, uh, who's kindly consented to fill the post of the Defense Against the Dark Arts uh, teacher. Uh, good luck, Professor. Mm, yes, it will be... A joyous experience, I am sure. Of course. That's why he knew to give you the chocolate. Indeed. And who is this other gentleman? Well, our care of the magical creatures teacher has decided to retire in order to spend more time with his remaining limbs. Fortunately, I'm delighted to announce that in his place will be taken by none other than our very own Sergio or Roxas the Hunter. Um, actually, that's uh, Roxas the Hunter backup to you. And uh, uh, <laughs> J.K. Rowling thought there wasn't any black teachers at Hogwarts. So she oh, yeah, sorry. To pencil me in. <laughs> yeah. Finally, on a more describing note, at the request of the Ministry of Man Love, Hogwarts will, until further notice, play host to the slash fic writers of Wattpad until such a time where Jacob or Greg Chudley is captured the Dementors will be stationed at every entrance to the grounds or else I am assured that their presence will not disrupt our day-to-day -day activities a word of caution Dementors are vicious creatures they ship whoever the fuck they want to and it's very creepy anyways let's kick off this violate over 85 students in the span of five minutes they are not a joke yes so without further ado we should kick off our proper read so matt defense against the uh, dark farts teacher what have you brought with us all right so defense against the dick fucks class is now canceled we're going to turn it into a book club the topic of which is uh, <laughs> a harry potter fan fiction from fanfiction.net uh, I would tell you what the title of it is, except the title is actually one letter, repeated approximately 24 times, is the letter H. Did you count? I didn't count, but I'm approximating. Uh, it is, I can tell you the author's name, it is Second Pillow, and the summary is Harry Potter eventually eats a sandwich and discusses life with a famous author. It is ten chapters... But the total word length is 2,800 words, which uh, amounts to about 280 words a chapter on average. Uh, some are much shorter than that, I can wholeheartedly assure you. Uh, would anybody like to read that warning? I will read the, the content warning slash trigger warning slash whatever you want to call it. Uh, <clears throat> the author's three. Yes, a uh, warning. Chapter 3 includes invented distortions of homophobic slurs. Also, we're, we're right in J.K. Rowling territory. And Chapter 6 includes the word rape, but no actual rape. I was a much younger, less wordly person, person when I wrote these stories. I felt that things like rape and homophobic slurs, while awful, could be warped into absurd caricatures that transcended their hurtful or origins. While this may be true in other contexts from other authors, I don't feel like it is my place to do it. The experiences of those who have suffered from rape and homophobia are bad enough as it is without my story normalizing the language that makes them accepted. I could delete these stories, but that would not change their history and prevalence. I choose to let them remain as a testament to my prior ignorance. Hmm. At least he's learned. Or she's learned. They've learned. Whoever it is has learned. Uh, at least they, uh, they, they, they covered, uh, two of my, my big tenants, which is, uh, don't, don't, don't cover, uh, topics if you're not qualified to cover them. And also, censorship is bad. No matter, no matter how offensive the, you may think the work is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll take up the first chapter. I think I think we can handily trade off chapters for this one. Okay. Yeah, this, th that works for me. I I will narrate this first chapter. I just said I was going to do the first chapter, Sergio. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> no comment. 
Oh Dob- no, who, who's gonna who's gonna be Harry and Dobby? Both of you, I assume. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Wh- which one would you like to be? Uh, I want to be Dobby. Okay, I'll be Harry. You would be an elf. <laughs> Dobby relished his groin saws roar as he withdrew the flesh-choked blade from the astronaut's ruined skull. He turned to Harry, thrusting his bloody, retina-covered pelvis with elf-in fervor. Oh, does runny run taste, master? Harry spat out an eyeball. Ah, like some kid with eyes. Dobby ducked an astronaut's poison-barbed fist, digging his groin saw into the beast's abdomen and letting the spray of viscera wash over his elfin space armor. The skull's eye sockets on his shoulders grew brilliant with an infernal cast and vomited a bolt of lightning through an astronaut. He was thrown back against the death wall, his flesh boiling in another dimension. Harry slapped Dobby, who giggled. Harry reminded himself to kill himself later. Master, look out! Dobby's groin saw screamed as it flew off the armor, rocketing through the air like an early dream of mankind. It flew through three astronauts who dropped their hell spears as the saw cut a hole in the ground beneath them so they fell to hell forever. Did Dobby and Harry find themselves transported to the 41st millennium? I was about to say, we keep finding the 41st millennium in all of our podcasts, regardless of subject matter. Oh, man. Alright, this is my turn, I guess. So, uh, Matt, you're gonna be Dobby now. Alright. Now, Dobby. Dobby knelt before his master. Harry withdrew his guitar, Fuck Slayer, from a dimension where all screened for naught. Route I'm, I'm gonna from save the that silver. Sentence. That's a sentence Fuck that Slayer. needs to be saved. I like the name Fuck Slayer. That's a pretty good one. Route with from the silver heart of heaven's false promise, laced with vessels that pulse with angels' menstrual blood, hewn from the horns of Satan's generals. It laughed as it was set loose, a laugh that only Harry could hear, but no one could share. Harry swung the guitar through Dobby's chicken neck. That he took the head of his fallen dwarf slave and tore open his stomach, stuffing the head inside. Harry vomited steam and summoned a, a crate meteor from space to smash into Hogwarts and kill everyone there for no reason at all. A vision that appeared. It was Dumbledore, entombed in his cursed mummy armor, calling Harry from his moon base, which wasn't on a moon. Harry, uh, uh, Harry you must rock the f- Fuck out! Harry channeled his rage through Fuck Slayer. The angel bud boiled as he summoned the great meteor swathed from the blood of the tiny fucklings that Hogwarts leapt onto it and flew into space. He encased the entire meteor in a rat in a wreath of holy fuck fire and flew through Mercury, killing the fuck out of it. Then he sent Mar- uh, Mercury's carcass into Venus, killing the fuck out of it and making every vagina in the galaxy explode. and inside every vagina a booby sang of mortal life's fleeting precipice precipice harry then did fly his meteor through space punching astral vampires in the half in half with his fists encased in buck fire and throwing their ruined heads into the past where they bit cavemen on Mars so that history changed and now there are vampire cavemen on Mars. Harry received another vision from Fumblegore who was having tea and trumpets with the president of Pangea. Care to have tea, Harry? You know I hate trumpets. (laughs) This is is the worst. I love it. What is this? I'm so confused. It's 24H. I guess this is entertaining, but what? Is it H to the power of 24, or is it like just H24? I don't know. Here, I'm actually going to count the H's. It would be 24 H's. So that's 9, that's 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27. There's 30. There's 30 H's. I was pretty close. Okay. So H30 then? H30. 
30H. All right, Sergio, kick us off. I'll be, I'll be Harry. Harry slammed his book shut. It wasn't really a book because the pages were made out of lasers and the words were made out of headless women making godless love to dragons made out of motorcycles. But it was still reading. Dumbledore, if you don't stop, we'll starve. And no one will be around to kill everyone in the universe if we get around to bringing everyone back to life after we kill them. I am no longer Scrumblegort. The... Jeez. The ancient uh, man dropped some of the planets he was juggling. The worlds have shifted. I am Dumblecop of the Dark Meal. He flexed one of his legs, which was made out of pistols, and kicked the planet in half. This is Harry. Um, this is Harry? That's Harry. Okay. Uh, okay. You're Dark Meal, Fagart of a Thousand Suns. Dumble cop sniff. <laughs> and what of it? Is it a sin? Should a man feel like faggarting a son or a thousand? Why should the suns heave through the void, if not to be skewered by pawn now on fag poles? Harry casts a glance at his book. Unsavory sounds emanated from a particularly damned chapter. He was hungry. He looked at a nearby cup. It had faded a brown film at the bottom. He thought about trumpets. I don't understand. This book is a fucking crack trip and a half, and I'm loving it. This is beautiful. All right, my turn again, boys. <clears throat> Harry had found some food. It was guarded by three and a mil three and a million thousand surf ninjas, for it was the last food on Surf Ninja Moonex. The ecology had been decimated by surf ninjas, so the last food was a cabbage and mustard sandwich. Harry squatted in the ruins of a castle which had been many skulls which had been many skulls, that's how it's written, arranged to resemble one large one. It had been poorly done, with the cheeks fading into an amateurishly executed jawline. The silent killers of the night had negated their innate advantage by only plying their craft on surfboards during the day. Harry was about to eat his cabbage witch when a man in a tuxedo appeared from behind nothing much. He stood ten feet tall, and his head seemed wrapped in unwrappable darkness. I am... Rape Radberry. I write critically acclaimed fiction that always serves its effects. That's why I have more money than anyone. Harry dug a bit of cartilage out of the Cabbage Witch and continued chewing. Would you care to discuss one of my books? I hear that my... Harry fished out another bit of cartilage. It was a cartilage and mustard sandwich. You shouldn't believe what everyone says about me. I took a shower with my cousin once. And I have racist thoughts. A nibbit of yellow cartilage landed on Rape's shoe. He thought why, about why? his cousin. I'm so lost, but I'm... Why is Ray Bradbury here? Not a question. I don't know. Uh, chapter 5. The Inquisitors were torturing Harry. First, Ignatius used the rock. Then Billy asked Harry if he wanted to read his BDSM blog. Harry was so surprised that his pants flew right off. He was wearing women's underpants. The Inquisitors were wearing them, too. They realized that they were all men of the Lord. Well, that was shorter than the, than the last few. Yeah. Uh, it's you next, Sergio. You haven't done one yet oh. in, in our little trio. Harry awoke to the throaty grumble of a rape ape. Not a rape ape, but the rape ape. The last of his kind of the subjugation of the rape forest. His people once graced the canopy, their penile digits proudly grasping the vines as they swung through the night, their hundreds of sweaty simian dongs trailing an alphabetic memory in the rape ape's watering eye as his ocular dust began to this? <laughs> with ancestral pride. So too did the countless beady members sprouting from the rape ape's every hairy inch. From his eye sockets, ear holes, and even callous toes, a penile font of cry juice birthed I'm sad Jacob isn't here. We're clearly reading another SCP description. <laughs> Who did this? Harry Second pillow. Harry observed this with consternation. He was tied to a table. Neither magic or a supracosmic strength would free him from his bonds. 
had this creature access to an unknown material of deistic strength, or did the rape ape have a secret yet more baffling? Harry squints it so he could see the subatomic strings of the ropes. He began tossing antimatter at the mind <laughs> as the group of children entered the rape ape's hiding place. They were well-groomed and impeccably attired. There were 5.8 of them, just enough to represent an array of genders and races that would leave no one unhappy, save for the Eskimos. <laughs> they were on their own as far as the rape ape was concerned. Why do you cry, rape ape? asked child 3.2. The rape ape, unwilling to hide its greasy primate cock tears, hung its head, and gravity coaxed the eye-wangers downwards. It tied them together into a bow atop its head to be pretty for guests. We are bound like, in this ligature of lingam, brother rape ape. Said child 4.6. The children surrounded the rape ape, holding their hands began to sing. Harry was transfixed as he watched the children gently swing with the song. Float skyward. The little ones began to orbit the rape ape who was convulsing as they were stricken by the seizure devil. As the song increased in tempo, the child flesh bubbled and merged into a spinning wonder turbine. The fleshy kid mass sprouted hair and groin dribbler just like the rape ape and sprayed confetti into the sky of the past and future. Sing the constellations of frame with the opalescent of parish rape apes. An explosion of color and hair left Harry Potter alone and still bound. He thought about sandwiches. Do you think about sandwiches? Okay, sure. Yeah, let's just keep going. Sure. Um, Harry Potter awoke in a pit that reeked of hot sauce. He could feel viscous fluid under his fingernails, burning the tender skin. Everywhere were white bags bulging with foul product. They were diapers stuffed with chicken bones and hot sauce, their foul odor blossoming in the muffled dark. Harry's nostrils begged his brain for mercy. He flew upwards, away from the saucy mysteries below. That's another one I'm gonna... I'm gonna save that sentence. The smell grew uh. faint, calling him to return. Harry ignored their lies, flying beyond the lips of his prison. He was in a laboratory with machines that had no purpose beyond blinking lights and soft hums. That's a mood right there for sci-fi movies. Who would like to uh, continue to be the strange person? I I'll do it. Hello, my boy, son. You make a father so good. Harry had flown out of the nose of an old man. This man wore a white coat, yet was drawn by the hand of an idiot. His voice came not from his mouth, but from elsewhere. A sad attempt at humanity. I know you'll do so well. Now you choose. The man reached into his coat and laid out three diapers, each brimming with the spicy bones of the nose prison. He removed his head and stuck it on a pike on the counter to keep it from rolling away. The diapers began to stir as creatures clawed out of bony wombs. Arrayed before Harry was a turtle, the reptilian body so frail that it seemed an afterthought to the shell. A bald weasel with toothpick- this is Pokemon- with toothpicks for legs and a wrinkled thumb in a glass of water. The old man's head called out from the spike. Everyone has fun. Make your best friends for life. Harry drank the glass of thumb water and spat the thumb at the old man's head. That oh was boy. another chapter, I suppose. That was another chapter, Oh, yeah. this one's a good one. This one's a long one. <sighs> Severus Snapplebottom. Oh. Yeah, yes, sorry, it's yeah. my turn. Yeah. yeah, I guess I'll do the Se last one then. Severus Snapplebottom began his life as a hand on which were perched each of the five first presidents of a country called America. The first two presidents, Geheb and Sawanash, were turned into ash by a passing wave of fast food regulation. Their ashes were consumed by children in various Wendy's establishments. Each plastic packet was a coffin from their, for their memory, and no one knew their name, even though they were listed on the ingredient list. These children became soldiers in wars, fought for control of who had all the bullets. Whoever shot the most bullets, the fastest won. The third president, Wahuli, went to a country that was nothing but a desert with half-buried turkeys. Sometimes turkey butts were above the, the, sound, the sand, sometimes a leg or a head. Wahuli tripped and fell into a turkey head, where he was eaten and, ordina and ordinary as a rabbi. He was sent to trim the beards of, 300, of 157 toads, not 300, sorry, my bad, whose okay. beards were absorbed 
the we're absorbing the water that was all that was used for the next year's crop of shovels. Without these shovels, the peasants would be unable to shovel the ashes of their children from the bullet wars. Wahuli took these beards and formed a lasso. This lasso was a ropey wonder. It used it to tear off his penis and write the 13 commandments of America upon a passing eagle in cock blood. Number one, you are stupid. Number two, baby, someone cut off my dick and rode in America with it. Three, if a whale tries to sell you a pumpkin, don't. Four, your head is an artifice. Throw it away, but don't let anyone see you do it, or you'll be kicked out of school. Five, always ask a ghost's shadow if it leaves one behind. It will be worth something someday. Starbucks napkins are here by the new currency, but only after they are smeared upon the corpse of a mule. The exchange rate will be 13 mules to one napkin. Seven taxi, seven taxi cabs will be used to build a pyramid with 290 sides. It will, be the White House. it will be the White House, and the president will live there for 17 years at a time while you eat your children's ashes on a bun. Eight. On Father's Day, you will enter an invisible box and be plunged into the ocean. There, you will enter an undersea candy store. But you will never have enough Starbucks napkins to get what you want. 9. It is all spam. All of it. Check the box and delete it. Now delete yourself, for you are spam. 10. All clocks are will be inscribed with the en uh, entirety of the alphabet to save time. This is the alphabet. 6 plus 7 equals A. 14 times 12, B. 16 minus 112 equals President Wahuli, and so on until you reach the period, which is the end of the alphabet. 11. All previous constitutions were writ by false writers whose passing eagles were inferior and whose cocks had fewer things in them, except only the American Constitution. <laughs> 12. Spend your adolescence as a duck waddling in a circle until you become an egg full of dust. 13. All time is a knotted ball. You can hide it anywhere in your body. It is still time. President number four, whose name was not a name, but a multitude of hot dogs in the shape of swastikas, decided that he would create the Gilded Age. This was a time in which every edge was embossed with a golden trim, like a wedding cake invented by Thomas Edison. All the women were, wore bonnets made of butter and were picked up by their feet and spread on toast in the summer. It was all for naught. Because this was not the toast of righteousness, it was feeble toast. One itch withered with the coming of the sun. Not even the crows would touch it, preferring the taste of moldering poop water. But the, the crows were put in dresses and sold to the highest bidder, where they underwent liposuction. President Five disliked the, conversation, uh, the conservation, conservative. the conservative... Sorry, I am just fucking dumb today. This no, is no, this fiction is fucking melting our brains. That's what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's not... the conservative leanings of his brothers. So he became an infinite two-dimensional grid of pink and green squares. Each square had a vagina upon it. These vaginas, which each emitted a sphere of light, upon which was skewered an endless su succession of planets. Each carried a culture dedicated to a single sex act. The further down the skewer the planet was, the more orifices possessed by its denizens, and the more gymnastic their sexual culture. The worlds. I thought this was a Harry Potter fanfiction. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Where's the part where he gets to eat a sandwich and discuss life with a famous author? He did eat a sandwich. Cabbage Witch. Oh yeah, yeah sir. And uh, he he met Ray Bradbury, the guy who wrote Fahrenheit 451. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah the uh, the first name was changed, uh, presumably because it would leave a better taste in people's mouths than the guy who wrote the actual book for it. Or am I thinking of the guy who made the video game that was a dumbass? Huh? There was some controversy. Fahrenheit 451 was like a movie game, wasn't it? No, it was a book. But somebody turned it into a game is what I'm talking about. I think that's where the controversy uh, came from that I'm thinking of. Maybe. I mean, maybe somebody made a game based off one of the, the movies that was made off of. I'm pretty sure. Uh, wasn't it like the Indigo Prophecy? Like they changed the name? I, 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 I don't know if... Um... That, like, I don't know if the Indigo Prophecy ripped off the book or something like that. Yeah, it I don't know. It doesn't look like it. 
I guess I'm just dumb. Don't remember my history. Ugh. All right, Sergio, finish right. it off. Harry Potter lay dreaming. In his mind, there is a hat suspended. It comes unhinged, traveling beyond the dream. The hat finds a sunlit hill, studded with flowers and children gorging themselves on chocolate. Chewing faces are smeared with brown residue. Perched atop the hill on its brim, the hat is still. It, rolled down, it rolls down the hill, skating between chocolate-stuffed children. It comes to one child and stops. Without chocolate, the child stares blankly at its neighbors filled with emptiness. The hat points its empty bottom at the child and sprays a glittering beam of rainbows. They encircle the child's hands, transforming them into chocolate. Tears of joy stream down the child's smiles and begins eating its hands. The hat flies into the sky. Child waves a brown stump. The hat ascends to a palace of clouds. Within, God, bearded and weeping, sits beside a mountain of tiny angels. One by one, he picks them up and tears off their wings. He places them into separate baskets. The hat approaches God, and the rainbow is deployed. It encircles God's crotch. A giant chocolate phallus emerges from God's robe. Dropping his broken angel, he breaks off a piece of his candy member and smears it on his lips. The chocolate-sided smile, he slowly raises his fist and gives the hat a thumbs up. The hat travels into space, finds itself before the sun. It's a tiny dot for the immensity of cosmic fire. The hat trembles. A tremendous rainbow issues forth, embracing the sun like a wedding bow. The fire cools and deadens. A chocolate tidal wave roars over from its poles in the center. On Earth, the sky is blackened. Flowers turn to dust. Humanity expires silently like an infant in its crib. Hat drifts through space. Dreamless. What the actual fuck is this fan fiction? I am convinced whoever wrote this went on an acid trip, and the inspiration of this came from that. That's the only way this could be so fucked up. Yeah, I could see that. Very, very logical. Well, I, I just... I'm so confused as to how this has, like, it went from Harry just fucking killing people and eating eyeballs and withdrawing his guitar fuck player to a magic hat that turns people's body parts into chocolate. Yeah, it went from crack fic to LSD fic. It was, a, uh, it's special, all right. Hmm. It's special. I think, uh, well, I think we got to have a discussion about something. There's there's a lot of things we could have a discussion about right um, now. Well, uh, I think the only one I can bring up, unless you have a good one, Sergio. Um, well, um, being that I don't really have too much to discuss on Harry Potter because I feel like we've covered it before, how about we just uh, we just talk about what we've been doing? Just have a little, a little you know, shoot the shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was gonna. Uh, I was actually gonna ask. Uh, when yeah. does a fan stop being a fan fiction? But I think we probably discussed that in when we talked about the duplicity. Did we? I don't think we mentioned it a whole lot in that y one. Y y yeah, because we were talking. We were talking about how on, on like Wattpad, not everything on there is a fan fiction. Because a a, 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 fa a fan fiction is you're you're using somebody's copyrighted work and you can't monetize it yeah but specifically i think i i'm pretty sure we at least brought up maybe not the exact topic but it was just like if you replaced all the one direction people with just like original characters it would change nothing yeah yeah um i'm okay with just shooting the shit though um I guess I can start first. Um, what I've been doing, I started uh, my uh, I uh, started a new new summer class uh, today. Uh, I don't know if Michael heard, but I passed uh, organic chemistry. Oh, I, I cool! If I failed it, and I took it again, and I passed the C plus. Um, okay. And uh, now I'm taking a uh, stem cell biology class. I just had my uh, my second lecture. My fir my first lecture, the power went out, so I missed it. But my second lecture. Um, it was, it's it's a very interesting topic. Um, stem cells are particularly, um, if you if you don't know, every 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 cell starts its life as a stem cell, and when it's a stem cell, it can become whatever whatever like it needs to be. Either like like if you put stem cells next to a bunch of muscle cells, the muscle cells will go, hey, you're gonna be a muscle, or like maybe like basically wherever it's situated it'll become that cell and you can use it for like a variety of treatments like to replace like uh 
um, like one thing he was telling us about was uh, like uh, so like in between like like on your spine you have like these discs in between the bones and the bones like as you grow older or I should say the discs start to deteriorate in your bones um, you know they start pressing together and that like leads to like your 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 spine basically loses its ability to bend because that's why you have the discs but we can inject stem cells into the discs and rejuvenate uh your spine basically back to how well you we can make the discs basically how they were when you were 19 essentially oh that's pretty damn impressive really cool i'm happy for you sergio yeah and um uh what's it called uh uh he also talked about how um uh what's it called uh um a method of like uh of how we get them like i know he was saying like you can just take a like after a woman that like is pregnant like her placenta comes out you can take the placenta and you can like dissect it and you can get like a big like group of them from that and he was kind of showing us how the um like how they go about doing that Hmm. I, 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 nice. I wish the quarantine wasn't going on in those online classes because that sounds like something like I'd actually want to actually perform myself, but, you know, online. Um, and besides that, I um, I finished the FF7 uh, remake DLC on my PS5. Um, very good. I won't give spoilers because it like just came out, and I'm sure Michael wants to get around to finishing um, yeah, the remake I, I, the DLC. I did get the upgrade. Um, I, I just have a lot of stuff that I would like to actually do before I start sitting down and playing through the games, because I still have to get through Ratchet and & Clank, and I have a lot of other Nintendo games that I need to get through. Mm-hmm. But, it's, I mean, I enjoyed Final Fantasy VII. I'm one of the few people that is, like, not a huge fan of turn-based RPGs or active time battle systems. Um, sometimes I just want to press buttons. So... That works out for me. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna get it. It's just sometime in the future. And then, uh, I mean, my, if if you want to just give my basic thoughts, it's it's just it's just more of the, the same. It's just like like if you liked if you liked FF Seven Remake, here's six like two more chapters worth of gameplay. Cool. And then I uh, I started uh, Final Fantasy Twelve: The Zodiac Age, um, and that is uh, really good. Um, it's it's basically like Final Fantasy Xenoblade. It has MMO style combat, which is kind of interesting, and it's surprisingly like uh, uh, I don't know what to call it. Um, well, it's like it's like it's like turn based MMO, like um, like 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 uh like how, how you know like how you auto attack in like an MMO, but like you still have like the ATB bar, and then you right. press X to change different things. And this is a system that was in Dragon Age that I think they copied from 12, but 12 allows you to set up um, specific, you can set up your AI, like you can program them yourself. Like you can say like, if allies health is like less than 50, cast cure, or if your own health is less than 50, you know, cast this. If an enemy is weak to fire, hit him with a fire spell. Like you can specifically choose when everybody is going to, you know, use their abilities gotcha that's cool nice what have you been up to matt well as you know i've been completely busy at work over the summer i finally got an internship for my engineering stuff and it has been extremely valuable um the pay is also not bad either but mainly i'm learning a lot about stuff we're well, doing how much am i can uh i think it's 16 an hour yeah 16 an hour yeah and good. all i do all right. is sit at a computer draw some stuff i honestly i don't probably do as much work as i could but at the same time i'm an intern who doesn't know a whole lot of stuff so there's a limit to how useful i can be at the current point in time uh it's it's good work though i'm working on a a senior living project we're doing the mechanical system so piping duct work rooftop units all that kind of stuff uh, the architects who are designing the actual building, which is the walls, the floors, the room layouts, things like that. Uh, I found out in a very fun way that they keep changing stuff during the pre-production for the project as much as they want. And so you should probably stay the fuck away from stuff they're going to change completely. 
which means a lot of the work I did for laying out ductwork and piping on the interiors of the units themselves is completely wasted, and I have to go do it again at some point. So that'll be fun. Mad check general. <laughs> that reaction from Charlie, the woo yeah baby, may be <laughs> one of the most iconic reactions anybody will ever have. Yeah. Um, what I've been waiting for. So it's all about. Yeah. yeah, baby. But yeah, it's a good it's a good job. Um, I don't think I should say exactly how much the professionally licensed engineers get to make it at the job, but uh, suffice it to say, I will be uh doing pr doing pretty damn well. That's good. I mean, uh, I I'm I'm in a position where I can thankfully start like, uh asking for more pay and it's nice. not because like i uh it's it partly it's because of like the situation is with like there's a large bit of unemployment and that we're currently efficient for people but it's also in a situation where like i am working for like 12 25 an hour and i have a coworker who's making about 15 an hour who started after me and they're also getting insurance and all that shit oh. and on top of that uh across the street mcdonald's hiring people at starting for 14 an hour. So yeah. like I'm in a really good position to just walk in and be like, Hey, it's either you give me money or I leave. And like, I, 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 I would definitely ask for your raise more, more, more graciously than that. Cause they might just be able to get the fuck out then. Or graciously yeah, he... than Well, I mean, I mean, not like that. I'd probably yeah, like be like, He's hey, just paraphrasing. I worked but... here. Yeah. I'd, I'd walk in and be like, Hey, I've worked here for like two years. I know how to do a lot of stuff around here. Um, I'm not here a lot of like the time, so it wouldn't be like a huge, you know, downgrade. I just would like a little bit more pay, a little more compensation for my work, especially because I've been working at this same establishment for, again, two years. If you want to go for the big brain play, you should take one of the McDonald's flyers for the pay, put it in the workplace somewhere, and then bring that up, like, a couple days later. Eh, I'm sure it would be taken down pretty easily. Um, but outside of just trying to get more money, uh, I've been... I was on another vacation. I'm pretty sure you guys at least told the audience that I was on another vacation. Or at least we, we never gone. tell them when anybody is on vacation. We just say they got sent to the void. Okay, well, I was on a yeah, vacation in the void. That. Did yeah, we mention that? So, I can't like, remember. About a week after we got back from Colossal Con, I had like a week break, and then we went on another vacation, and we went to Florida for like a week and a half, basically. Uh, it was nice. We went to the Hollywood Studios uh, for Star Wars. We went to Universal, and... Uh, we kind of got to lounge around, enjoy the cool air of the B&B &B that we got. It was nice. Um, I will say, though, it was the only issue that came of it was just the fact that it was hot and that Universal was packed as fuck. So, yeah. Uh, but other than that, been busy, been applying to some places, trying to uh it did like the actual field i want to work in which is entertainment specifically uh i don't really care if i end up doing like concept art for games and shit i just want to do work in that industry i'm i'm kind of the same way where it's like i want to work in a lab doesn't matter which one just as long as it's you know yeah. what i went like to college for yep. i've learned how just like competitive uh the animation industry is which for those of you guys who don't know the animation industry is fucking competitive as shit. Like, good fucking luck if you are becoming an animator. If you don't got the chops, you're just going to get fucked out of that. Like, you're just going to get have a ton of college debt from it. So, uh, I mean, this is not like a, this is not like a, hey, don't go to art school, but like, know what you're getting into. Yeah, I, uh, I can speak for both me and Matt as STEM students, is that we're in a different situation where they're like, Please, please, God, please, we need more people. Yeah, they are really expanding STEM as much as they possibly can in pretty much every college I know of. There's just huge, 
huge pushes to get students into the programs. I There's a scholarship, I think, at my college for just being in the program. You just get money for being in the program. I think that's... Yeah, it, yeah, it, it helps. It's wild. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I, I do think, like, it's interesting because when I tell people, like, when I ask people who are into, like, getting into animation, like, why they want to do this, it's usually just because I want my own show, which is, like, cool. Um, Almost never going to happen. Good luck. Yeah. Um, you have to get really fucking lucky to end up in that position, which is why I'm in the position of I'm just going to do a comic because uh, Webtoon exists and people really fucking like Webtoon. Oh, that reminds me, uh, Michael, since I, I feel like you, you'd be interested to, he to hear this. Because uh, I, I was looking, just, uh, Jake was asking me like what kind of jobs I can get. And I found out I can work for the, the Detroit Zoo as a zoologist with just like my bachelor's degree. Pretty neat. Yeah, that would be fun. Nice. I mean, you'd probably get not, to... probably not like my permanent job, but like as a, like a get out of college kind of job. That that'd be that'd be. Pretty like, sick. I mean, it'd be pretty cool. Like, that's a pretty good thing to have on your resume. It's just like you just worked at like the local zoo, pretty much. Like, um, especially like for getting into zoology. Like, I I do Rivals of Ether modding stuff, and that's a huge thing on my resume. Like, I uh, I applied to, for a job at Ether Studios to be a two D character designer, because they were looking for that and i was like fuck i'll do it and they got back to me and they're like hey we really like your stuff but most of it's pixel art and we want to make sure that you're you know this is for like a, a like a concept artist you know character designer so fingers crossed on that that's the only thing I'm like i'm really hoping for because if that's in then that's a huge fucking thing on my resume yeah just just getting any job on your resume helps a lot it lets them lets them know that you're not just a bum it, well, it lets them know that also, like, you've been in the industry. Like, one, uh, especially that. Well, one thing I wanted to do, because I thought it would be funny, is that if I ended up, like, either working at my university as, like, a researcher, because, you know, universities double is also a place to do research, or a professor, I would like to keep my job at the park store. That's fair. I, I like like if I if I could just like pop in for like a shift or something, it would be incredibly hilarious. At least at least at least to me to to sell textbooks as soon, especially like if I wrote my, my own textbook and I sold it because because some some uh some professors do do that. Yeah, <laughs> I I it's fucking hilarious. I'm I'm really excited for hopefully what this opportunity allows me to do, but also just because like. At that point, if I, you know, if I get that job, I feel like I, I would genuinely feel like I made it, which is like, at that point, I'd be like, all right, uh, I haven't peaked, but like, if this is it, this is it, man. Yeah. Away from the topic on jobs, I want to, I want to, I want to poke your guys' brains about this, um, uh, before we go, uh, on the topic of, um, remasters and remakes and i'm just talking about you take an old game and you release it on whatever console whether or not it's just like like you put it in 1080p you fix it up a little bit like like what like whatever like remake remaster i'm covering all of this here have you okay. ever have you ever like uh has there ever been one of those where you felt like they messed with the original art direction or it didn't look as good and I'll I'll say like what my my preface is for like figuring this out was it's like you know I just I mentioned before that I was playing FF12, and one day before work I was googling what they changed because this is the FF12 remaster is not only a remaster but it's like the final mix version you know that they released in like Japan and Europe that never got into America on a Reddit thread and it was like how to play FF12 the Zodiac Age on PC at 960 by 540, and I'm like. Why would anyone want to do that? And this poster is going on about how they, they, they think that it looked better at, like, the, the, the blurry-ass resolution. And I read this Kotaku article that's going on about how, like, oh, man, you don't understand. The, 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 the developer's original artistic direction was to have the game at 480p. Like, 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 in, the, in, the, like in the remaster where everything's all, like, high resolution, it's all, like, noisy and it's more focused. And I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, what are you on about? It looks so much better. The original looks like I, like I, like I wore, like I had glasses and I took them off and I couldn't see shit. 
Uh, I think I have two, personally. Um, they're both Pokemon. And mm. it's, it is mainly because I am of the group that really likes the, like, uh, half 3D, half 2D kind of art style that the DS games had. Uh-huh. Um, I, and I don't, I don't hate 3D Pokemon, but I also don't think it captures the same charm that the other games used to have. And, like... I look at like Omega Ruby and look and then look back at like Ruby and I'm just like, oh, like everything kind of looks worse in uh, Omega Ruby because I feel like Ruby and Sapphire had like their own like really distinct palette to them, which is what I really like is it's one of the few things I liked about those games. But mainly I'm looking at the new Diamond and Pearl remakes that aren't out yet, but still something that we kind of need to like point to um, is just like. It's another example of just, like, why don't you just re-release the old games, you know, fix them up a bit, give them some polish, <clears throat> put them on a better engine for that sort of, like, 2D art style. That's and, like, honestly... Oh, yeah, look at... Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm posting a comparison in general so you can kind of get an idea of what I was talking about, because I I feel like the, oh, yeah, it looks better at 540p people's probably crack. But, uh, continue. Like... I just, I don't understand the whole split between that, like, sort of thing. I, I prefer the old 2D, 3D art style. And uh, just to, like, kind of match it up, this isn't about remakes or reboots or whatever, but I don't like the look of Xenoblade Chronicles 2 to Xenoblade, uh, Hard the first one. Hard plus one. Hard plus one. It's, I, I'm fine with the, like, super anime style, but I don't think it should be the same game series. Yeah, that's it. Though. It should you, be a spin-off. You, 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 you don't like like the the change in our style from one to two. I think uh, one I don't has like the art understated classiness to it that is very unique. I think you know, they had um, to go with something in the Wii I, that really made it unique. You know, I didn't notice that there was a change. Honestly, I mean, it ju it just kind of seemed like more of the same. Are I mean, you I guess sure? Rex well, I mean, I mean, I mean, Rex doesn't look like 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 what I'm saying. I didn't notice it. Like, I, th I think like we're talking about Xenoblade up... Two specifically, not the remake of Xenoblade One, but Xenoblade yeah, no, Two. No, the, no, no. The re even the remake doesn't look as cartoony. Like, here's a well, yeah, it definitely gonna, doesn't. I'm gonna send a screenshot of the definitive edition of Xenoblade Chronicles Two, or not Two, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> One, and then I'm gonna post the screenshot of like. The uh, like something from Xenoblade Chronicles Two. I think it might just be the fact that like they're younger, and maybe that's the reason why they're doing it. But it just it feels too anime to me, and that's the issue. Yeah, I, I don't know. I it's, I it's, don't it's, mind the new one. Go ahead, Serge. I mean, I, the the original Xenoblade One just looks really ugly to me. I mean, it might just be like my, my Zoomer, like, oh, yeah, that looked like it came out in 2008. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I never really, like... I mean, in terms of graphic ability, I agree. It's, it's just like, yeah, yeah. it just kind of looks like a Wii game. Like, I, I didn't have I, a problem. I'm talking, like, uh, Definitive Edition. Like, I like that polished more art style where it's, like, it's clean but still has, like, that kind of more detailed touch to it. What I really liked yeah, about I, the originals... Go ahead, Serge. I'll, I'll finish I, up. I, 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 well, yeah, I, I would also say because, um, like, uh, like the Torna DLC they, re they released for, like, Xenoblade 2 looks substantially better than the base game. And I think that they f were further refining, like, the new, like, engine style they were going for when they finally got around to doing one. Fair. But I'm, fi I I'm fine with either. I think the one jarring uh, th thing to me is like how, uh, um, like uh, the the villains of, uh, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, of two look like um, Malos and Jin compared to like Pyra and like everyone else who've got like. Yeah, I know. Smooth, it's so like... weird. It's so fucking weird. It's like if they took Berserk characters and crossed them over with Lucky Star. Yeah, that's what I really. That's that's kind of a good way of summarizing Xenoblade 2's weird shit. Cause like, cause like, I, I noticed that like only I can't remember what the, the the villains group name, but I I realized like like halfway through playing that you know they used a different uh like style for them, 
And I couldn't tell, because I know Nomura stepped in to design the villains, and maybe that's why they used a different texture, or they were specifically trying to, like, separate them. But it's it's odd, like, like how they're, like, realistic, and then everybody's, like, anime smooth. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put in a final word on the Xenoblade discussion, if everybody's alright with that. Yeah, also, uh, here's a here's a picture of Jin next to, uh, uh Laura, <laughs> I think? It's so weird. Oh, yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, it's it's the side by side that kind of gets me. Like, I would prefer the art style to be consistent with Jin over um, the other character, but like at the same time, if it's a more lighthearted story, I probably wouldn't care as much. Yeah, I think here's how I'll summarize how Xenoblade One's art style stuck with me. It looks, you, you know, how they have those uh, little art pieces for all the Final Fantasy characters in the cover arts or on yeah. their, uh, their their splash portraits that are way more detailed than anything in the game is. Yeah, maybe it's just the fact that Xenoblade One was kind of low res and stuff, and so they had to go with weird texture filters. But it kind of felt like the characters and the 3D models looked like animated versions of those splash arts a lot of the time because they have that sort of rustic gray inky looking like they were drawn with pencil shading tone to them and it just i don't know it gave me a different feeling than most games had in the past it definitely had a lot of technical issues and it certainly does not look as good as the remake in a lot of ways but i think it, it just had a, a style a classiness to it that wasn't really matched and uh, i'll segue into the worst remake in modern times warcraft reforged oh, oh my Lord. god holy shit neither of you played the original warcraft 3 i assume i'm not even into no. warcraft but but is this specifically referring to like how it's look and art style or yes or are you just talking absolutely about okay. absolutely the art style it is obviously it is just objectively terrible in a lot of ways and it fucked up a lot of shit but just lo just looking at the art style it shows how little blizzard understands about warcraft 3 and probably about their games in general because i don't think they made the starcraft remaster either which is hilarious because that was one of the most successful remasters of the of the recent recent memorable game remasters but the original warcraft 3 for those of you who don't know very cartoon you should look up some graphics from it but they are functional and easily recognizable meaning they're super iconic all of the characters from it recognizable in an instant all of the heroes totally discernible from all of the normal units all of the normal units totally discernible from each other even with Wait, the on. humans yeah you said StarCraft Remastered, like the first one? Yes, StarCraft Brood War specifically remastered. Look up... Okay. Um, just, just Blizzard, look it, Blizzard and Classic Games developed. That's right. It was Classic Games that helped develop it. But um, specifically with that game, StarCraft Remastered, I'll, I'll segue a little bit into why, why that worked and the Warcraft didn't, is because StarCraft Remastered's goal was not to remake the graphics, it was to polish the graphics and give you give you what you always wanted back in the day man you could not see shit on those games so you had to use your imagination and starcraft remastered had to fill in your imagination in ways that you didn't know what you were seeing and that's it, it did it perfectly and the redesigns of the units and the the bases that actually are redesigns and not just revamping the filters to make them look better oh my god God, did they look good. Look at the hatchery from the original game versus the, the remake. Look at the command center. Look at the nexus. Oh. Mwah. Oh. Fucking beautiful. And then Warcraft Reforged. All the units look super generic. Everything is high fidelity, but it's not high fidelity in the way that it maintained the original graphics charm. Anyways, I could go on and on about those two games for literally hours. You want to know? Yeah, and go ahead. I was gonna say one last thing on the PS2 thing because like a lot of things that I I notice is that is that like if you play a PS2 game on the emulator and you you, you bump it up to like uh, 4K, 1440, 10, whatever your d desired display resolution is, you'll notice that there are a lot of really solid texture work that you just couldn't see at the original blurry 480p resolution. I agree. I agree. The texture work in those games was often way better 
than what you would expect. I think you you could see it on native hardware if you used special HDMI adapter uh, cords to get it to. You, you, you can um like I like FF12 for example. Uh, it is one of the few PS2 games that you can get to run in 1080i. You have to use a uh in like a like a Game Shark code to change the like the display resolution. Yeah, yeah, but hardware has been a lot more powerful than a lot of people realize for a while. It's just because of technical limitations, you can't guarantee performance. And of course, back so, in the day, you had to guarantee performance at launch because you couldn't just patch it. Yeah, and um, like 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 in relation to like the FF12 thing, like honestly, if you boot up 12 in the emulator and set to 1080p, it looks almost like the similar to how the Zodiac Age looks. What but, 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 but go ahead, Sergio. I was going to ask, um, yeah, once Sergio's done... Yeah, that's all I was gonna say about that. Uh, that that is something uh, interesting that I did learn in relation to um, uh, people had to cut corners on the PS2 because the PS2 only had four megabytes of texture memory. Yeah, and, and that, that console was fucked. Yeah, in 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 FF12, everyone has a symmetrical face because they only made half a face texture and copied it over to save memory. Holy sure. shit! <laughs> so the question I was gonna ask is. Would you prefer to just have a game re-release, or would you want to have a remake, like a full from the ground up remake? That depends on the game. Uh, I think it. I think it depends like wholly on on the game. Um, like if like, it's a uh, really well known, beloved game. Like let's just say, for example, Metal Gear Solid specifically, because that's a that's a topic they, they did nowadays. Do that. They they did remake it. Okay. The well, Twin Snakes. All right. Well, let's not talk about Metal Gear Solid then. Let's talk. Let's just um. I guess just imagine your favorite beloved game that okay. hasn't had a remake. Okay, so Resident Evil 4. Because I've had this conversation with J Jacob before, and I guess I can have it again now. I was like, 4 is a pretty solid game. Very good, very good, good, good zombie game. Very good Resident Evil game. But it's a game from 2006. It's still got a little bit of jankiness. And I, I think that if, if you kept... Like, like, like if, like, if four had like the shooting of RE2 remake and how good the shoot feels in RE8, I think it would, it would, would be honestly a big improvement. Mm-hmm. Now we should probably clarify. I think we we need a third thing here: re-release, remaster, and then remake, because those are three. I'm specifically say I'm specifically pointing to from a ground up, like Final Fantasy uh, VII to seven remake. Big air quotes on the remake. Yeah, but... for remake. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think as long as you, you keep, like, the original soul of the game intact and, like, what made it good, then I think it's fine. I don't I don't th think there's any... It's not like a movie. Like, like when, when we're just talking about, like, with games, I think anything could be remade and could be made better. Yeah. The the question is how useful would it be and how how much can you guarantee that you're going to follow through and get it done properly? Because yeah, some like remakes how, how much... don't do great. Yeah, you need to have one. You need to know that the game's going to be successful enough to do the remake in the first place over just re-releasing the game. And number two, it's uh, if you're going to re-release it, like why wouldn't you just do quality of life stuff to make it better? Like yeah, my, yeah, I think yeah. my favorite personal remake is the Halo two, the Halo one and Halo two remakes because it's just like it's the same game. You just get a graphical upgrade and you can jump back and forth between the graphics I, I would if you say it's a to. remaster more than a remake because they're it's the same game just with improvements I I, okay. I, I, I would point to, to, to the one bad example is the uh, the upcoming uh, PS5 uh, remake of the last of us one oh you just mean a you just mean a port no they're remaking it they're actually <laughs> an upgraded it. port yeah, yeah. The, so, the so, game's so, so, been out. Didn't the game come out at like the tail end of PlayStation 3's lifespan? Y yes, and then mm -hmm. they released a, like a remastered port on PS4, which just I will get the also remaster. point out that they just up. Yes, the the Last of Us PS4 remaster, what was a thing? It makes it look like a like like an early PS4 game. It looks fine, and you can put it on your PS5. They can just patch it, but no, gotcha. they they are making a, a, like a. a I don't know what they haven't said like what the depth of it was, but they're they're remaking it, and it it does like like that to me doesn't make any sense to remake something you already did, especially when there's not going to be anything you can really improve upon. Yeah, I can see that. Like I think it's for me, it's just 
if you're gonna remake something like even you know movie video game whatever mm-hmm. and you are and you like let's say for just for the sake of this argument you're able to capture the charm of the original and all that good shit like you're able to really pull everyone in that wanted to see this right people are still gonna fucking prefer the original and they're gonna tell you to stuff it maybe i don't know That's... No, they, they, there there is always the the, the the cadre of people who go the original was better there there'll always be those people yeah but in the case yeah. of like starcraft remastered universally everybody loves it because it took a really 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 old game and it gave it everything anybody ever wanted I'm oh, sure yeah, there's still got, some you people. Balance patches. You got your no, not even a balance yeah, patch. Your... It's literally just that old. It's game. just a graphic. It's just a graphic upgrade. And they made it uh, modernized for uh, networking, so you can still play on the servers, and uh, it'll all work perfectly oh. fine. People still play that game professionally to this day, almost thirty years after it first came out. Neat. All because of that remaster. Yeah, I know specifically, like, um, not even like because of remake. It's specifically just because of fan works that uh zoo tycoon 2 is still going strong to this day despite there being uh, a spiritual successor in the form of planet zoo that came out yeah i think same is true for roller coaster tycoon and uh other stuff people just love yeah. those old games and they will keep well adding things to roller them. coaster tycoon technically did have a big air quotes remake in the form of uh first of all uh, there was the the actual remake which is rct classic Right. Which is you can get that on mobile and on Steam, but more specifically, I'm looking at Open RCT2, which is an open source version of Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 that includes Roller Coaster Tycoon 1 campaigns, and it also has online networking, yep. so you can play multiplayer on fucking Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah, what a time to be alive. I think um, I might if I derail the conversation back to a different video game franchise because I thought of this earlier and we're probably not going to get to it at this point if we don't get to it now. Sure. All right. Sure. Pokemon Gen 5. Best it ever looked, baby. <laughs> Didn't get any better after that. Yeah, I'll agree. I will 100% agree. I don't think any Pokemon game has ever matched the exact uh, charm, the feel, the music, everything that it was Generation 5. And in Gen 5, they yeah. fucking knew how to make sprites, baby. Holy shit, that game looks good. Also, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say this, but I know everyone makes fun of the like Mario and like Unreal Engine 3 grass landscape and go, Nintendo, please hire this man. But you know what? When I was like in like 12 years old and I saw a bunch of like people's like cry engine renders of Pokemon locations, I was like, man, imagine if they did make a Pokemon game in like Unreal Engine 4 or Cry Engine or something like that. We almost got there with something like Pokemon Gale of Darkness and Colosseum. We sort of sort of have it with uh, Arceus games, but I am very, very skeptical of it because I don't trust I, the Pokemon company. I, 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 I mean I mean yeah. like po- I mean Pokemon with like a triple A like budget and not on, on 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 like hardware that could actually like provide like Gotcha. So like if visuals. Yeah. I, I still don't think I'd trust Game Freak. If it was not Game Freak making it, I'd be all over it. Yeah. Because if you've ever noticed this specifically, like if you play, play like any Pokemon XD game, because those are usually the ones that are not made by Game Freak, uh, yeah. just look at the animations compared to the ones that they have in their latest games. And even if you want to go even more specific, look at Pokemon Snap. There is more love for Pokemon in the games made by people that are not the Pokemon company. Well, yeah, because the same people are making those games that made them 20, 25 years ago, and uh, they don't care. They're not. I don't yeah. even think they're particularly good game developers. There was some hilariously I, I, embarrassing shit in the first generation games that I, did not get I, fixed. I, I mean, th- I mean, think about this, right? So you know, we all know the story of they couldn't fit Kanto and uh, the Johto on the cartridge, right? And Iwata like locked himself in the building for like like. Like 20 nights or something like that, he managed to compress it all down. And then, if you look, Pokemon save data just increasingly bloats with every like continuous game, which means that they just like like without Iwata, they they just didn't know how to they 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 don't know how to compress and they don't know how to to, to code. I remember somebody um either something leaked or somebody managed to data mine really deeply into the Sun and Moon games. There are character models stored 
multiple times in that game for different maps. There's one girl who's in the game like 20 times. Her yeah, model I think, is copied into 20 that. different places. I, I, I think my favorite thing in the world is the uh, the walking Pokemon animations that are just stored in the files for Sun and Moon that are never used. And yep. people have found. Um, and if we want to get more specific, they uh, they looked into the files of Sword and Shield and there were fo models for Pokemon that aren't even in the game. Just sitting in there. Not doing a damn thing. Yeah. And I'm, that makes me really like excited for the new Pokemon remakes because they're not done by Game Freak. Um, they're like Game like Masuda has a hand in it, but like it's he's not he's one it's half of them. the hand. Yeah, it's yeah, not them. like it is not them, which means that we we can be thankful that it will probably not lag and also probably have smaller game save files stuff like that. And just be a better game, exciting. dab, dab, dab. I mean, it's it's hard to mess up a top-down perspective game, but, like, the only thing that people really don't like about it is the fact that the art style looks the way it is. Yeah, which, again, please, could you imagine if the mainline Pokemon series just turned into the Pokemon Coliseum and Gale of Darkness art style? That you know what I would prefer? would be perfect, what? I would want to see, like, a modified version of Octopath. Eh, I like, really I, I, like I want... the idea of actually seeing the 3D models of Pokemon, though. I like seeing the 3D models. It's just like, on the overworld, I like the old classic look of the games. Like, I, I, per but like, I can understand people going, but why don't you just make everything 3D? Like, I, I don't know about you, but like, I, I find the 2D, 3D, like the, the pseudo 3D, I guess, is like a good way to say it. Those, like, uh, maps and stuff for the games to be infinitely more charming than the endless abyss that is Pokemon Sword and Shield worlds. Right, but again, Pokemon Sword and Shield just doesn't look very good. It looks like a PS2 game in a lot I of ways. I think it looks okay, but I'm also in the... I, like, I just think it looks okay. Like, I don't, I don't have any strong feelings about it. I just think it's okay. Yeah, but again, compare it back to Gale of Darkness... And it does not look that much better than it. And Gale of Darkness came out almost 20 years ago on a console that is almost four generations behind current hardware. Let me take a look at the... Uh... Uh, maybe it's just the fact that I like... I prefer the kind of saturated, cartoony look. But, I don't know. I, I haven't played Gale of Darkness, so I don't have like a soft spot for it. But I do know it's really, really good. It's a very and good I will game. I will probably get to it at some point. It's as close Again, to a rocked-up mainline Pokemon game that we're ever going to get. Yeah. But we'll see. I'm excited to just do a fucking Nuzlocke again and not have to worry about closing my eyes and running around in a circle. Yeah. Anyways, I think we've gone on for a pretty pretty decent amount of time. I can Oh yeah, we read a uh, 30 H, the Harry Potter Crackfic. <laughs> H30. I, uh, I want to forget that for as fast as possible. Yeah, I was about to say H2. did you forget that we read that? I I wanted to forget. I can't forget now. Uh, mm -hmm. any uh, any closing remarks that we should have? Any other topics we should discuss? I'm good, chief. Sergio. Nope. Okay. Good.